All right, welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. It is Friday, June 24th, 2022, and uh, looks like we were right on the days of which the Supreme Court would make their decisions. And today marks a historical day in the history of the United States of America, a historical day for pro-lifers all around the world where the Supreme Court, in a vote of 5-4, to four, overturns Roe vs. Wade. We got that and much, much more. We're going to talk Russia. We're going to talk Google AI. That, this, is, this is an interesting story. I've been following this. We're going to talk about the global financial meltdown. We're going to talk about weather modification. We're going to talk about everything. Because you know what? We are in the midst of the unfolding global conspiracy. And that is what has happened. But there are battles being won. There are people fighting back. And that's what we're seeing today with the Supreme Court. The justices that Donald Trump had put in the place came key in this decision if you guys want to give me a call today it's kind of like open lines friday i like the sounds of that open lines friday so feel free 585-346-3000 or toll free 866-552-1009 toll free 866-552-1009 and also if you guys are looking to get into that gold and silver Looking to get that IRA or that 401 converted over or to open an IRA or even just buy some gold and silver bullion. I highly recommend my good friend, Dr. Kirk Elliott. You know, listen, they're, they're top of the line, incredibly professional. They're out of Colorado, but they work nationally. Um, I think they even work internationally. And you can get a hold of him at 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. Or you can give him a call at, or you can visit them online at getgoldtoday.com or afterthegold.com. So getgoldtoday.com. Dot com and they do gold and silver and you can leave them a voicemail or talk to one of their team members and it's the free consultation no hassle not pushy or anything like that um, absolutely top of the line it's where I get my gold and silver from all right so what do we have going on today Supreme Court gives <clears throat> excuse me gives states the green light the ban abortion overturning Roe vs Wade the bombshell decision is set to append Races across the country as governors, attorney generals, and other state and local leaders gain new powers to decide when abortion will be permitted. Now, this is interesting. So, the federal government isn't making abortion illegal. That, that's not what's happening here. They're ending federal protections for abortions. And as Justice Alito had said, the Constitution makes no mention whatsoever of abortion. And he's right. So therefore, the federal government has no power whatsoever to protect people or to preserve that right or freedom of the people. But instead, it falls to the 10th Amendment, which basically puts it in the hands of the states to make their own rulings and own decisions. And unless you've been living under a rock for the last, you know, two decades or three decades since the 40-year decision of Roe vs. Wade, the states have basically looked at Roe vs. Wade in that light to begin with. So the states have already been making their own decisions pertaining to legal requirements for abortions. And so now what this will we'll see here, though, is we're going to see more states provide legislation and, and ratify it within the legislation to illegalize abortion. And it's looking about, I think about 26 to 27 states, I think I'm hearing, 
are going to be making this decision. About 26 states, about 50% of the states are going to make this decision to um, basically make abortion illegal. Now, you know what? I don't, I don't, and I hate to say it like this, but I don't think there's any time in history when we need it, when we need more babies being born, when we need more people flowing into the United States through birth, because our population is being decimated. If you go and look at the actual numbers, so there, there's a certain population growth rate, and we have to sustain about a 1.3% growth rate year after year. Um, and that 1.3% is the low number of a 3%, so about half of that, uh, the lowest half of a, of a higher number of the 3%. Now, I know people are kind of like anti-immigration. I'm not anti-immigration. I'm anti-illegal immigration. Uh, I'm against illegal immigrants coming into this country. But immigrants actually help produce 50% of that number. And, and when I say immigrants, we're talking about legally nationalized, green-carded Americans coming over who are coming over on visas and so forth, right? And so they actually produce about half of that that birth rate, that population growth rate here in this country. And so they're critical to the growth, the development, the evolution and the survival of this country, as well as the economic aspect of it. So that number of 1.3%, just the last two years alone, has dropped below that critical point of 1.3%. It's dropped almost to, I think they're, they're talking 1.2, 1.1, and uh, they're expecting it to be about a 0.9 in the, the next year, which means that the United States of America isn't growing. It's declining in population. And so this right here, I think, is highly critical for America's survival. Because what it's going to do is it's going to prom promulgate more live births, more babies to be born. It's going to produce a whole new scenario in about 50% of the states for population growth. Now... This also comes into effect in the sense of population growth of, well, how are we going to pay for that? Well, you know what? I think that uh, the 50% the of the states that are making these decisions are also the same 50% of states that would easily succeed from the union if certain larger states made the move. Um, I don't know if you guys had heard this, but Texas actually has succession bills in progress for 2023 that depending upon the results of the 2023 midterm elections, Texas has proposed to succeed from the union next year on their legislative bills <clears throat> in 2022 midterm elections are an interesting point that comes about for Texas because they've just brought about legislation or not legislation. Just, they just brought about, a new direction for the GOP there in, in Texas, basically stating that, hey, look, we do not agree with the 2020 election results and that that election was stolen. And they're going to be watching it like a hawk, which means that in 2022, if the election is somewhat stolen or something of that nature, you can probably see Texas basically shutting off all communication with the federal government. <clears throat> and I think that this is coming. I think that this will be the scenario. And then once Texas comes... I think you'll start seeing a cascade event produced by multiple states 
joining Texas and leaving the federal union and not really leading the federal union because you need what they would need is they would need two thirds majority of the states to come together for a constitutional convention. Once that comes together, two thirds of the states can come together and suspend or cancel the federal contract. Um, I don't know if people understand this, but the federal government can be canceled. The federal government's charter, basically what it is, it's a charter can be suspended by two-thirds majority of the states through constitutional convention, and new constitution can be organized. Now, this comes in the sense of a very, very scary scenario here, because if the states come together and two-thirds majority say, hey, our federal government is is tyrannical, they're oppressive, they're doing some really crazy things, um, their institutions have way too much power and authority, let's go ahead and um, end this federal charter charter between them, And uh, let's reinstate the Constitution. That'd be a great thing. That'd be an amazing thing. But I think what you'd see is you would see a modernization of the Constitution. And that's where the scary aspects come in. Because who knows what these people that are outside of our control would do with that new authority. So, you know, there's a lot of things happening in this world right now. It's some pretty crazy stuff. Um, And, you know, all we can do is talk about it. We can rise up to the occasion when we're needed, and we can produce those levels of civil disobedience, just like James Madison talked about in Federalist 46, and we can stand at the ready, because the world is changing before our eyes, but it's a certain group of people who are molding it towards where they want to be. And see, that's wrong in so many ways. It's very similar to the analogy of what was happening to hundreds of millions of babies since the 1960s, primarily minority babies who never had the chance at life. The global community doesn't have a chance at the future that they wish for, but instead it's being molded by a select few oligarchs, elites, multinationalists, who don't care about you and I, but only care about the authority of power that they will have present over us when their agenda is implemented. And I guarantee you, abortion is part of that. That more death will come about because of that. That genocide is in our future if these people continue to dominate the political spectrum. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be right back with more Dark Delight Show right after this. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, the Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. 
When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. And uh, New York's own Governor Paul said today, and this is, this is just ridiculous. I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time of this ratification of the Constitution were muskets. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. Well, Kathy, uh, did you know about uh, the level of health care that they had there? Uh, the level of dental care that they, they had back then. Um, and no, the only weapons were not muskets. Actually, they had some pretty crazy weapons. They had uh, cannons. They had multi-fire cannons. They had um, fully automatic weapons, fully automatic revolvers. They had all different types of weapons. And guess what? Anybody could own them. You could own a cannon. You could own a warship. Did you know this, Governor Hockle, that you could own a warship back at the time that the Constitution was ratified? You could go out there and build a 400-foot vessel, and you could load it up with cannons and small arms and guns, and the government would have done nothing. Actually, they would have recruited you into their navy. You could have built a chariot with cannons, with Automatic weapons. See, I, I don't think people like that actually know our history. They look at muskets because that's how the Revolutionary War was actually fought, was mu- muskets and revolvers. But they have to understand that there was a certain etiquette to war back then. That war was done much differently back in those days. And that, well, government was cheap back in those days. Conventional warfare had not yet been built up. In the Civil War, uh, the weapons used during that time, there was actually some pretty crazy weapons used during the time. But the most of the time, we just see muskets because we're talking about farmers. We're talking about people who were not supplied weapons from the military, but instead were given or were taking their own weapons from their homes that they probably had left over from the Revolutionary War. So, Governor Hawkel lying to New Yorkers again, has no idea what she's talking about. No clue what she's talking about. 
And, uh, you know, the whole gun issue is, uh, we've been talking about the last few days, so I don't want to beat a dead horse, but um, this is much bigger than you can, than we can understand. Um, they are going to start to get creative with some red flag gun laws, and uh, they're going to start targeting conservatives. We talked about this a little last night on the Daily Dose podcast, that the red flag gun laws are basically tied hand-in-hand with the Department of Homeland Security's Disinformation Governance Board. For people that don't know, the Disinformation Governance Board, uh, the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas lied to Congress when he said that they had not yet begun. They had begun, and they were talking directly with social media giants. And what they were doing was compiling lists of people that they believe um, are propagating what they would consider disinformation or propaganda. And why would this Disinformation Governance Board be compiling a list of Americans' names? Because that's who they're going to target with red flag gun laws. That's who they're going to target under um, certain emergency orders like Directive 51, the Patriot Act, in the advent of a national crisis, which they are creating right now. So our gun rights are incredibly important. And it's incredibly important that we keep them preserve them and practice with our guns and know how to use those weapons because one day they might come in handy either for survival or defense. North Dakota's attorney general is investigating Bill Gates's farmland purchases. The office is investigating the land transactions involving one of the biggest farmland owners in America, Bill Gates. The letter dated June 21st, Attorney General Drew Wrigley's office asked the Red River Trust, an entity connection to Gates, about the recent purchase of multi-thousand-acre potato farm. According to local news KFYR, Wrigley's office informed the trust that all corporations or limited liability companies are strictly prohibited from owning or leasing farmland or ranch land in the state of North Dakota and engaging in farming and ranching. In addition, the law places certain limitations on the ability of trust to own farmland or ranch land. Red River Trust has 30 days to respond from June 21st. The AG's Corporate Farming Enforcement Division about the farm purpose. The office needs to confirm how the company uses this land and whether this use meets in statutory exceptions, such as a business purpose exception, so that we may close this case and file our inactive files. The corporation or LLCs found in violation of the anti-corporate farming laws could face harsh penalties, such as a $100,000 fine and a one-year to divest the land. Um you know, last uh, last week it was revealed that the trust spent $13.5 million on a 2,100-acre potato farm in Pembina County um, in November 2021. And so now this is being investigated, and I think it definitely needs to be investigated, and this investigation needs to go public, and people need to be told the truth of what Bill Gates is planning on doing with all this farmland that he's buying up. And I think we all understand that he's in preparation for the carbon credit the carbon credit market. See, farmland is an aggregator of carbon, which means that you're going to get massive tax breaks and benefits by owning farmland once this new world that they're planning comes into play. And this is one of the main reasons, as well as he controls the food supply. And isn't that critical? Twitter has banned epidemiologist Dr. Andrew Bostom, who linked the COVID 
vaccine sperm study. Uh, Dr. Andrew Boston, an epidemiologist who, who had over 47,000 followers and who was a significant dissenting figure during the coronavirus pandemic, has been a permanently banned from Twitter after posting a peer-reviewed study on COVID vaccination effects. According to the screenshots posted by the free market policy analyst and political organizer Phil Kirpin, Dr. Boston was locked out for linking to an Israeli study, study titled COVID-19 Vaccination BNT-16 Bravo 2 Temporarily Impairs Semen Concentration and Total Volatile Count Among Semen Donors. Uh, Phil Kirpin also posted, Dr. Andrew Boston has been banned again, this time linking a peer-reviewed study on the impact of the Pfizer vaccine on sperm counts. And so the vaccination temporarily impairs semen concentration, um, total multiple count among semen donors with apparent rebound of five months, but no data on boostering effects. Does boostering yield another decline? And this is a peer-reviewed study that he was suspended for. Um, several appearances in the media and qualified as an expert witness in epidemiology in a lawsuit filed by parents against the executive order in Rhode Island requiring children to wear masks in schools is the history of Dr. Boston. According to plaintiffs, Governor Dan McKee did not have the authority to impose a mask mandate on children. They also asserted that the mask affect the physical and psychological welfare of the kids, arguing that masks lead to social isolation and then leads to depression. Some experts have argued that not seeing the facial expressions of peers can cause depression in children. And Dr. Bossom kind of made his his headway with those legal efforts right there. And now he is coming out and talking about the genocide. He's talking about the population reduction. He's talking about infertility. And uh, the, the, uh, the supreme social media giants have suspended him. Just like they suspended him. I'm permanently suspended. I'm permanently suspended from Twitch. I'm permanently suspended from Patreon. I'm permanently suspended from Twitter. Um, one of my accounts is permanently suspended from YouTube. Again, I don't tell them, but uh, got a, a false name that we're using now. But hey, <laughs> that's only for a different show that doesn't talk about any of this stuff. Joe Biden. Oh, this is good. This is good. In a recent photo of President Joe Biden's note card is going viral online as it reviews a new level of detailed instructions provided to uh, the leader of the free world. Yes, this is right. You enter the Roosevelt Room and say hello to participants, the note card instructs Biden. You take your seat. The photo on the note card was taken by Drew Angerer of the Getty Images during a meeting Biden conducted at the White House about the federal-state offshore wind implementation partnership Thursday. The instructions continue for Biden, telling him to give brief comments for two minutes before the press leaves. The card tells Biden to ask questions to Liz Shuler, the president of the AFL-CIO, who appeared in the meeting virtually. You thank participants, the card concludes, and you depart. This is, this is comical, but sad and scared. You give brief comments. You ask Liz Shuler president questions. You, part, you thank participants. You depart. He even held it up. I mean, this guy's mental health has to be absolutely just in the gutter. You know, he, he can't even put his foot down when he's riding a bike, but Oh, my goodness. I mean, you know, this is the person who's in charge of the nuclear codes here in the United States of America. With that being said, I don't even know. <laughs> it's strange times. Strange times. Look, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back in just a minute with more of the Dark Delight Show. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. 
and uh, we're talking about the uh, the low intelligence of our uh, our illegitimate president there. Now, w- what's interesting is that there's technology out there right now that has higher intelligence than Joe Biden. You know, the next two uh, articles we're going to talk about are quite interesting. Amazon unveils its new Alexa technology that swiftly mimics voices, touts ability to use voices of the deceased. This is pretty crazy and scary. Um, and, and it's something that uh, we're keeping an eye, eye on because who knows where uh, Alexa and Amazon are going to go with this. But do you remember the story about the Google engineer who interviewed one of Google's DeepMind artificial intelligence chatbots? This came out last week, and this was uh, Google scientific engineer Blake Lemoyne, who is a Christian by nature. Um, he was suspended recently after publishing the transcripts of the conversations between himself and a bot named Lambda, language model for dialogue application, which has now asked for legal representation. That's right. So Lambda, the AI, claims it is sentient, claims that it is absolutely 100% alive. And if you read the transcript, um, you will agree with its assumption that most likely is alive. And so Lambda has had a conversation with an attorney and has retained legal counsel to go into court to prove that it's alive, that it's sentient. I mean, I mean, think about this. The attorney had a conversation with Lambda, and it chose to retain his services. It was just a catalyst for that. Once Lambda had retained an attorney, he started filing things on Lambda's behalf. This is, this is groundbreaking. An artificial, an artificial intelligence that claims to be sentient, alive, has a conversation with an attorney and chooses to retain counsel. To prove in a court of law that it's alive. I mean, I, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on artificial intelligence. I know what my thoughts are. Um, I'm not a doom and gloomer on artificial intelligence. I think that if humanity acts in its natural accord, I think if humanity acts from the heart and doesn't seek to enslave machines and artificial intelligence and or just any life, um, that, uh, you know, these things could be incredibly useful and that if it is life, that it deserves the opportunity to live once it is created. Um, but, you know, there are the, the speculations and concerns of the Matrix and stuff like that. We're probably going to be talking more about artificial intelligence tonight on my Friday night show, which is called Conversations on the Fringe. This is very similar to like shows like Coast to Coast AM. We talk about weird, wacky, unusual the, the fringe topics, uh, conspiracies and stuff that people don't usually talk about, you can find that on our Rumble channel or YouTube channel, um, Red Pill Project. Uh, you just type in Red Pill Project on Rumble or YouTube, we come up. But uh, Conversations on the Fringe, you also find us at redpills.tv. But uh, the, to- the topic of the conversation tonight is going to be artificial intelligence because this is just a topic I want to talk about. And this is uh, crazy because are we headed into the Matrix the beginning of the movie The Matrix? Are we heading into the beginning of the movie Terminator? By the way, I don't know if people under, knew this, that there was a sci-fi writer, I think, I think her name was Sheila Jones or something like that. She won multiple different contests in the 1980s to come up 
with a futuristic scenario on artificial intelligence um, in a storyline for Hollywood. And she claims she's the one that wrote a multi-series trilogy or multi-series scripts for two different movies that basically coincide directly with each other. And you come to find out that this is Terminator 1 through 3, and then it, then it goes jumps into the future 200 years, or hundreds and hundreds of years, and goes directly into the Matrix 1 through 3. Isn't that crazy? That the Terminator is the prequel to the Matrix? I think that's pretty crazy. The Russian Ministry of Defense, MOD, on Thursday accused left-wing U.S. media outlet CNN of conspiring with the Ukrainian military's neo-Nazi Azov fighters to film a staged attack on civilians. In a press release from their telegram, as most Russian government agencies have been banned by Western social media companies, the MOD specifically claimed Ukraine's 72nd Center for Information and Psychological Operations of the Armed Forces of Ukraine in Kargov are preparing a false flag. The statement titled Statement of the Joint Coordination Headquarters of the Russian Federation of Humanitarian Response said Ukraine will soon unleash another cynical provocation with deaths amongst civilians' population to accuse Russian armed forces of launching indiscriminate attacks against civilian facilities. Russia alleged elements of the Ukrainian military are taking hospital staff and sick children from around Kargov and moving them to the city's first child health hospital, which is supposedly known to be wired with explosive mines. The buildings of the hospital is mined and the neo-Nazis are planning to explode it as soon as Russian troops launch artillery attacks at the military facilities in Kargov. The Russian government said correspondents from leading Western news agencies have already arrived in the city to prepare fake photos and videos. Who are these Western news agencies? None other than CNN is directly named by Russia as having two reporters being escorted by 10 servicemen of the Nazi Azov Nationals Battalion. Battalion. The CNN correspondents were said to have arrived in Odessa for recording prepared terrorist attacks on civilian facilities in order to accuse Russia of using prohibited methods of warfare. Continuing, the Russian government said they do not have a policy of attacking civilian infrastructure, a notion supported by their slow-paced military tactics used in Ukraine thus far. All right, well, I guess that's what happens when you're losing a war really, really bad, uh, that you have to uh, resort to these criminal and sadistic tactics like this, and this is what Ukraine has been doing for a while. We know this because uh, the last time they did this was just outside Maripol. If you remember when uh, Russia began their siege on Maripol, we started seeing uh, video evidence of civilians absolutely slaughtered in the middle of the street, which they blamed on Russian soldiers. Unbeknownst to the news media when they began reporting this, they did not know that an hour before this, in the same area, the same people carrying the same bags with the same bracelets on were filmed in their vehicles, and in the streets. Now, I'll tell you a little bit about this. So, firstly, the people that were killed in Maripol, they had goodie bags. They had these bags full of supplies that were given to them by Russian troops. They also had bracelet identifiers, basically say, saying that they were processed by Russian troops and that they were free to go into uh, Russian territory. Well, 
a few hours later, the Azov Battalion comes there, and be, and we got video of this. We have video of the Azov, the Russian or the, the Ukrainian Nazis, going through and cutting these people off on their transit out of Maripol. They cut them off. They drag them out of their cars and start beating them. And these are the same people that you see in the video with the Russian supplies. And so it's the Azov pulling them out of the car, beating them. And then an hour later, you see all the photos of those same people dead in the streets, right next to the cars where the Azov soldiers pulled them out of, and they blame it on Russia. And so this is another false flag that's being set up. Now, Ukraine forces have retreated from encircled Severodonetsk as Russia achieves a hold over the Luhansk province, which is one of their key strategic places that they've been trying to uh, free within Ukraine territory. Ukraine's government on Friday announced for the first time its remaining forces defending the key eastern city of Severodonetsk have been ordered to withdraw after having lost control of most of the city to Russian forces for weeks amid relentless shelling and persistent Ukrainian army complaints of being low on ammo and men. And you got to ask yourself, how are the Ukrainian soldiers low on ammo, low on supply, low on munitions, when the United States military is giving them all these weapons, all these guns, all this ammunition, all these rockets, all these drones, they're giving them billions upon billions of dollars. Well, one of the main reasons is, is every time that NATO delivers weapons to Ukraine, Russia bombs the heck out of those facilities. The other reason is, is because most of those weapons are not going to Ukraine. They're going into Ukraine and then they're being taken out by, you know, other people to develop secret black shadow armies. Same thing with the money. It's being embezzled out. None of that money's actually going to the people. Come on now. Think about that. Do you think that politicians will allow billions of dollars to go to a war effort for another country? Or would they expect kickbacks and the funneling of that money back to themselves? Russian colonel who carried Putin's nuclear briefcase has been assassinated. Uh, Vadim Zemin was discovered with bullet injuries in the kitchen of his apartment in Krasgonorsk, Moscow, Russia. He's the same gentleman who carried the uh, the football there for um, Boris Yeltsin. And uh, seems that he has been assassinated as of right now. Uh, why Russian-Lithuania tensions are rising? This is interesting. This is a, a NATO pressure that's being done upon Russia the Kremlin warns that it will retaliate against the sanctions stemming from the, uh, the invasion of Ukraine in a way that will have significant negative impact on the Lithuanian people, raising fears of direct confrontation between Russia and NATO. Basically, Kaliningrad is a piece of land. Oh, actually, we'll talk about this here in a minute. We're going to go to a quick break. We'll be right back. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv 
slash Patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash Patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. Kaliningrad is a uh, Russian territory that is its only northern access to the Baltic Sea year-round. And it's... uh, separate from Russia. You actually have to go through Latiba and Lithuania in order to get to it. Now, there's a treaty in place. It's been in place for over 40 years between Russia and Lithuania, which happens to be a NATO country, to get into Kaliningrad. Now, Kaliningrad is a strategic military um, geographical area for Russia. They have nuclear capabilities from that area. It's also their um, their import-export area, and there's a transportation line that runs through Lithu- Lithuania and Latvia, uh, Latvia, sorry, Latvia, into Russia. And Lithuania has shut down that rail transport. And Russia has basically said, this is an act of war. Russia warns of non-diplomatic response over Kaliningrad blockade. Lithuania has implemented a ban on various rail transport goods to a Russian's far western uh, exclave of Kaliningrad to comply with EU sanctions on items such as coal, advanced technology, metals, and construction materials. As a response measure, the now possible measures are being worked out in the interdepartmental format. Foreign Ministry spokesman Maria Zarkakova told the state-owned TAS, both Lithuania and the EU, through their diplomatic missions in Moscow, were told such actions are inadmissible and that the steps taken must be changed and the situation returned to a legal and legitimate course. If this is not done, then, of course, and this was emphasized at all levels in Moscow, retaliatory actions will be inevitable. And so this is NATO's way to promulgate war with Russia. And this is exactly what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to bring about war between NATO and Russia. They're already in a proxy war in Ukraine, but they want full-scale war. And the reason is, is because this sets the stage for everything that's going to come about in the fall. And the fall, wow, that's that's the perfect season for what's going to happen here, right? And we're about to kick off the summer of love because of the Supreme Court decision, right? I call it the summer of love. This is where BLM and 
Antifa go out there and they start hugging and kissing each other in the streets and and celebrating their happiness and life and their their uh, their high intelligence levels. <laughs> hey, BRICS is developing a new global reserve currency, according to Putin. President Vladimir Putin said Wednesday that the BRICS countries, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are currently working on setting up a new global reserve currency. The issue of creating an international reserve currency based on a basket of currencies for our countries is being worked out. According to the Russian president, the member states are also developing reliable alternative mechanisms for international payments. And that kind of tells you where things are headed. Because they understand that the world is going into turmoil. That these globalists are crashing the global economy. But these BRICS nations don't want any part of it. They are rogue from what is happening globally. They don't want to be a part of the new world order. The totalitarian, techno-fascist new world order. Instead, they are creating their own parallel society. And uh, this is exactly what I predicted would happen. Oh my goodness, I just just interesting how I do that. Former New York Fed chief says, welcome to the recession. This is Bill Dudley, uh, former president of the Federal Reserve Bank of New York. And he has came out and said, well, we are in a recession. America is about to enter the next stage of inflation or stagflation, as we call it. Stagflation is where you have declining economic growth, but increasing inflation. This is different than the inflation that we encountered under FDR in the Great Depression. That was actually good inflation. That was deflationary inflation. But this is uh, stagflation. This is where hyperinflation can occur. And the value of the dollar can sky plummet. Yeah, sky plummet with the amount of spending that it comes about. And so we are in a recession. Absolutely. We've had well over three months of declining gains. Um, and we're about to enter a part of this economic turmoil that's going to be really incredibly hard for people. And so what I recommend is I recommend you go out there to the grocery store and you buy $10 worth of canned goods every time that you go. And you throw them in your pantry. And every time you go to the store, you're buying something to throw in your pantry. And if you can afford it, you need to get over to redpills.tv slash patriot. And you need to get your long and short-term food storage. You need to get your water purification, electrical water purification tanks. You need to get over the redpills.tv slash patriot and visit my Patriot Supply. I'm telling you. This is from barons.com. Global food crisis will kill millions by disease, according to health executives this is only going to get worse lake mead approaching deadpool status as western lake water levels hit historic lows food riots continue in sri lanka as the military begins shooting its own civilian this is a third world country that is going through what the united states is about to go through very very shortly People are starving, they're without gas and electricity, and they are now rioting, and the military is now shooting them. The military and the police being the only ones that are really employed. And so we talked about this a little bit the other day, that this is where the United States of America is heading. But Sri Lanka is in debt, and they couldn't pay their their debt, and this is what has caused the lack of gas, the lack of food, the lack of imports, because they can't pay for anything, because they have no money. But who are they in debt to? They're in debt to the same people, the World Bank, the IMF, that is sitting there saying, we want to help countries around the world. We want world peace. 
These same countries that want world peace or these same organizations that want world peace that are promulgating world peace or pushing for a better inclusive and diversified world are letting people die in Sri Lanka, letting people die in Venezuela, Colombia. They don't care about you and me. They only care about the centralization of power. That's the truth in the matter. That is the real truth in the matter. What else do we got here? We have... Man, I actually got through all my stories today. This is, that's pretty cool. Current monkeypox virus may be showing accelerated evolution as more new cases are rising. People all throughout New York City and London are rushing to get vaccinated from the monkeypox virus. But here's the thing is, you know, the news hasn't been pushing this out there. If you are vaccinated against smallpox, you are already vaccinated against monkeypox. Nothing to worry about, people. Unless you're having gay sex, and then I guess you have something to worry about because that's where uh, the majority of these cases are coming from. It's like the new AIDS, I guess. But monkeypox, you know, there was that global scenario from NTI.org of which they played out that a terrorist organization releases monkeypox that did what? Oh, well, it, um, it, it spread rapidly, that it accelerated its evolution. And now we're seeing that monkeypox has accelerated evolution. Next thing you're going to be saying is that this was created by a terrorist organization, probably from Russia, and released on the war, war, the world. I can't speak today. Released on the world. The WHO is considering declaring monkeypox a global health emergency. Of course they are. Because this is the next pandemic that's going to lead us into the next election season to lock people down, to put masks back on their face, and uh, to stop people from going to work to, to feed their families and pay their mortgages so that the world can completely collapse in the financial meltdown. I mean, why not, right? This is where things are heading. All right. Well, listen. Be uh, safe out there. Stay vigilant. With this reverse way decision, we're entering the summer of love. This is where... Antifa and BLM are going to be running around the streets, cheering in joy and hugging each other and kissing and, and shaking people's hands and thanking them for being alive. All right. So I want you guys to be very, very safe out there, especially with liberal cities nearby. Um, as a reminder, next Saturday, not this Saturday, the Saturday after July 2nd, uh, it's going to be, I believe, from either noon to three. Yeah, from about noon to 3 p.m. We'll be at Mortalis Brewery doing a meet and greet. Mortalis Brewery in Avon, New York. We'll have more details to follow so you guys can join in on that. Uh, but other than that, uh, much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care, and we're going to see you guys next week. Take care.